Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Sharika Dunstan. And today, I'm very excited to have a guest back on the show by the name of Miss Corinthia Dixie. Um, just to remind you all, Coach Corinthia was on the show back in the first season. So her episode aired in April of 2021, and it was called Purpose, an Expression of Love. So Corinthia, welcome back. Yay! I'm happy to be back. Thank you for inviting me back and all the things. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Y'all, I love Coach Corinthia's energy. Like, it radiates throughout everything. Like, I've only seen her in virtual spaces, but her energy just transcends even, like, virtual reality, I would say. So I'm very excited to have this conversation today. And today, we're not talking about purpose, but we are talking about peace. But before we jump into that, Corinthia, can you tell the good people what you've been up to since the last time we heard from you? Yes. Yeah, so since the last time I had the pleasure of chatting with y'all, I have transitioned from actively publicizing Daddy's Heiress as a business and shifted into a purpose that I have been born with, which is teaching and educating. So I have chosen to continue my purpose of educating others and living our purpose through Education Reconsidered, which is an organization and business that I own that supports educators with being able to stay in their desired roles as long as they choose to with joy and ease. So I have been doing that recently. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you're supporting our educators. We know last few years have been kind of rough for our teachers and honestly, all the staff and faculty inside of our schools. Um, so to know someone is out there supporting them in such a great way. Um, I just want to give kudos to you, Coach Corinthia. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, we'll talk more about Education Reconsidered in just a few minutes. But right now we are here to discuss peace. So, what does peace mean to you? So, for me, I would define peace as this quiet confidence that all is well and all can continue to be well as long as we are aware that we are lacking or missing peace or this quiet confidence that allows us to live in joy and harmony. And not to say that life doesn't happen, but peace allows us to navigate life with the confidence of, I can do this even when it's tough because I have a way to care for myself and maintain my peace through the trials and tribulations that life may bring. I love that. I love how you said this quiet confidence, right? And just a reminder, like, yeah, sometimes life can get bumpy, but when you have that quiet confidence, like you just know that you can still have that joy, you can have that harmony, that things can still go well for you. Even when life gets a little, you know, weird, um, we can work through that with that quiet confidence. That's beautiful. So Coach Corinthia, uh -huh. 
when we think about this peace, right, this quiet confidence, how does one recognize that they have it? Hmm, because one is definitely going to be tried. <laughs> <laughs> one thing for sure is we can guarantee that something is going to bump, you are, you are going to bump up against something in life that challenges that quiet confidence. For example, as an assistant principal in a school, there are many, many moments where students cause me to bump up against this quiet confidence that I have, right? It's the not meeting expectations. It's the speaking back when you've given a direction. It's the I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it very slowly. I'm not going to tell the whole truth. I'm going to leave some context out. All of the things. And what happens is I'm like stuck between do I go off in this moment or do I breathe so that I am able to engage with this little person the same way that I would want somebody to engage with my little person if he or she chooses to challenge them. So the way that I know is because when the situation happens, I am immediately alarmed that I have a choice here. I can go the hell off or I can breathe, center myself and think of a better use of words to still express what I am feeling in the moment, but then also what my desired outcome is. So when you can recognize that you get ready to make a choice between one or two things, then you can identify that you have this quiet confidence about you. I love that. And that's not only helpful to know for people, you know, working with students, but also parents, mm -hmm. because, you know, our kids will try us too. Yes. And, you know, making sure we're able to, you know, breathe, as you said, and make that choice, right? That's huge. So thank you for explaining it, because that was very helpful. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Like, even as a family therapist who works with young people and their families, like that's helpful for me to even think about. So anyone who's in a youth serving um, position, mm -hmm. please think about what you just said. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. So how did you find your peace or your quiet confidence, Coach Corinthia? One, through initially through my relationship with Christ because he is a peacemaker and he encourages us to be a peacekeeper. And I have learned that he doesn't tell me that I can or that I am anything that I'm not able to walk out. So when he said that I could have peace and I could also be a peacemaker, it illuminated, illuminated the idea that I have a choice. I can choose to live in chaos and be miserable, anxious, worried, and concerned, or I can choose to explore this thing about peace. So in acknowledging that, I began to just learn what does it mean to me to be peaceful? How do I experience peace? And then how do I continue to make sure that peace is an option for myself? So just learning from different people, reading different books, and just experiencing myself as I increase my own self-awareness allows me to create the peace that I want to experience so that I'm able to be like, oh, this is peaceful. I like this. Um, and it all started with just how do I want to experience my Sundays? Because as a mom, I'm always preparing for the week because I have two little people that I have to make sure are ready to do all the things that they have planned for the week. And then sometimes my Sunday was always busy with doing all the things to be ready for the week. And I was like, this is trash. <laughs> I don't enjoy this. 
there has to be a different way to experience a Sunday. So then I came up with uh, my choice Sunday and that day just became the day that I filled it with all the choices that made my heart smile, that gave me moments to gather my own self and create the peaceful situations that I wanted to experience that day. Even if it included just laying on the couch, reading a book, um, taking an extended bath, um, journaling, sitting out on the balcony or coloring, any of those things brought me peace. And I didn't feel myself in this uh, rat race against the end of the, against the clock on a Sunday, trying to prepare for my week. So it all started with increasing my awareness that it's a choice and um, my choice Sundays. I love that. You know, and I'm so happy you brought up self-awareness, right? Because self-awareness is so important. As coaches, um, and, you know, a lot of coaches listen to this podcast, people who are searching for a coach listen to this podcast. It's so important for us to emphasize that self-awareness and self-reflection is a major part of making transitions and transformations in our own lives. As you said, you know, you have My Choice Sunday before your Sundays were trash, to use your words, right? It yes. just didn't feel good um, getting prepared for the week in the way you previously did. But now you have My Choice Sundays because you reflected upon how your life was going and what you wanted in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And I love talking to you because every time I talk to you, you always talk about choice and options. Can you speak more about why having choice is important to you, Coach Corinthia? Yes, because I be- choice is important to me because I believe that we are the creators of our life experience, right? We are the holders of what we experience in the sense of the choices that we make. So every choice we make, there is a consequence. And consequences aren't necessarily good and bad, which is something we have been learned. They are simply just results, right? So if I wake up on Sunday and I choose to engage in the crazy and the rush and the hurry and doing all the things, I'm also choosing to say no to peace, relaxation, joy, and ease. So when I get those results that I don't like, I'm like, wait a minute, I can choose these things and get this result that I absolutely do not enjoy, or I can try to make different choices to get a better outcome. So I'm going to live in a space of choice knowing that I can choose the experience that I have. And at any moment, it does not serve me. I can choose to change the action that got me to that place. And although I am doing life with people, (laughs) I am a wife. And there are times where I don't get an immediate choice because Kevin has choice too. But I do then get to decide based on the choices he makes, how I choose to respond to them, because regardless, I still have a choice. And even when we disagree, we can choose to disagree in a manner that allows us to still be happy, joyful, and okay, or choose to respond in ways that creates friction, friction, tension, and chaos. And since neither one of us wants to experience that, we always find find ourselves at the conversation of, well, what did I choose to get this amazing result that I love? And then what did I choose that got me a response that I didn't necessarily desire? So the choice reminds me that I can create my experience. And whenever I'm unhappy with it, I can choose differently. Wow. You know what really stuck out to me, Coach Corinthian? 
It was the part when you said consequences aren't necessarily good or bad. They're simply results. Mm -hmm. And that is such a great way to frame what consequences are, right? Because people get so caught up in black and white thinking and, oh, this is good. This is bad. There's no, Mm -hmm. but literally consequences are results. When we make a choice, there will be results. If we want different results, we have to make different choices. And you explain that in such a great way. Um, And, you know, there's so much empowerment in just having choice and letting people know that they have choice, right? You can make different choices to change your situation. You can make different choices to change your outcomes. And yes, the people around you are also making choices, but can still have peace within making choices alongside other people. So thank you for that reminder. Absolutely. This is great. This is getting good. <laughs> Love talking about choice and options. Yes. <laughs> I like to say that, you know what? People are not stuck because oftentimes people say, oh, I need a life coach or I need a coach of some sort because I feel stuck whether they're stuck in a profession or they're thinking about even leaving that profession because they feel stuck or if they just feel stuck in life. And I tell people like, you're never stuck because you have options. You're just a choice away from being in a different position. Mm -hmm. Agreed. (laughs) You're choosing to stay stuck. You are choosing (laughs) not to make a decision. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And when you don't make a decision, someone will make one for you. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> remember that keep that in mind so you may as well make your own decisions <laughs> might as well <laughs> okay so coach Corinthia mm-hmm. for the folks out there who are searching for their quiet confidence or peace what advice would you give them I would advise them one to identify the thing and I say one thing because we have the tendency to make a list of a hundred things that are presently disrupting our peace. And then we become overwhelmed with the long laundry list of things that we choose not to make an attempt to change any of them. So I would first say, choose one thing that is disrupting your peace in this current season. And once you identify that one thing, do your homework, research and find out What are people who have experienced that thing done to increase their peace in that area? And then the third thing would be to take the action to do the thing, to experience the change and the disruption of peace so then you can now be at peace. And the fourth thing is to monitor your progress along the way. It will not happen overnight because you don't have the habit necessary to do the thing to change from disruptive peace to peace. It hasn't become a habit yet. So while you are walking out, cultivating that new habit, there you will still experience moments where it's still not peaceful. But because you made the commitment to yourself to change this one thing, and you know that having peace in that area is an actual, re- realistic, attainable thing, you'll be motivated and inspired to, te- to keep going even when you still bump against the thing that is disrupting your peace. So take those four actions, find out what it is, find out the actions that somebody who has uh, resolved that area done, take the action and then monitor your progress along the way. I love that. 
And I'm so happy you started off with focus on one thing. Don't focus on everything because when you start trying to focus on everything, you will get overwhelmed and you will quit and then you won't do anything. Um, and that's so important for people to understand. Um, and it doesn't matter what you're working on in your life. You have to start with one place. Um, you know, it's the beginning of the year. We know what people do during the beginning of the year. I'm guilty. I'll say it. You know, we start trying to eat better. We start trying to work out. And, you know, some people trying to lose weight or whatever. Right. Some are just trying to get healthy. <laughs> but this even helps with that, right? Choose one thing to change. Don't change all the things because it'll go well at first. And you're like, yeah, I'm doing all the things. But eventually you will feel overwhelmed. You will be tired. You will be exhausted. And there will be too many changes at once. And then you're back stuck gaining weight instead of losing weight. Or, you know, you'll reverse those habits you were trying to actually, you know, start because you're overwhelmed. Don't let yourself get overwhelmed. Choose one thing. And then you said, do the research. See how other people have, you know, fixed that area of their lives, right? Mm -hmm. What have they tried? What have they done? And then take action. Coaching, no matter what type of coach you are. Coaching is all about helping people to take action. If you're not willing to take action, you don't need coaching. Right. I'm just be real <laughs> with you. You're not ready to bust a move. Um, I like to say sometimes dribble or shoot, you're going to have to do something. Mm -hmm. You have to take that action. And then lastly, monitor your progress. That's mm -hmm. so important. It's all well and good. You know, if you're doing all the nice things and all the good things, you're making choices to get you closer to peace or closer to your goals. But if you're not monitoring your progress, how do you know how far you've come? Mm -hmm. Again, thank you for that, Coach Corinthia. And, you know, people can use that for peace. They can use that for a whole lot of other things they're working on in their lives. So Absolutely. those are great tips. <laughs> All right. So I hope our listeners wrote down those tips for one. And if you didn't, just run this back and uh, get a pen and a notepad and jot that down or put it into your phone so that, you know, you know how to find that peace in your life or to work towards a goal that's important to you. Um, action plans, you know, that's what coaches do. And Coach Corinthia just gave me like a four-step action plan to get your life going in the right direction. Uh, so yeah, definitely write that down. Run it back and write it down. Those are my tips. But since, you know, we've talked about peace now, Coach Corinthian, we talked about choice. We've talked about this quiet confidence and all that good stuff. I want to just revisit for a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. Education reconsidered. Um, as you said before, you know, when you were here last time, you were running Daddy's Heiress, right? Mm -hmm. Now you have education reconsidered. And I just want you to talk more about who you help with education reconsidered and how you help those good people. Absolutely. So I have an amazing group of educators who serve Black kids. And because they serve Black kids, they are required to show up in ways that allow our Black babies to flourish, succeed, um, be great academically, but then also walk away with great principles and characters and insight about who they are and what it is that they want to achieve in life. 
So in order for them to be able to do that to such a large population of kids, they first have to be able to do that for themselves. I often say that teachers are asked to do stuff for kids that they haven't learned how to do for themselves. So Education Reconsidered is all about reconsidering how we support, grow, and develop the teachers who are most responsible for the outcomes of Black kids related to their academic success. And what I do is, first, I help teachers understand that their profession is a part of their life, and it's not separate. We have been taught that you leave home at the door and then you go be this amazing teacher, but you cannot turn it off, all of the stuff that's happening in your personal life off and then go teach children. It's going to manifest. It's going to manifest in what you say to kids. It's going to manifest in how you show up for kids. It's going to manifest in what you teach them, what you choose not to teach them, how you advocate for them, how you support their families and things of that sort. So all I do is to coach them to increase their self-awareness so then that they are able to become better professionals because they are better personally. And I do that through one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, and through professional development sessions that are tailored to help them win and stay in their desired roles as long as they choose to. Education and being an educator is actually sustainable. However, because we have not yet how, learned how to care for ourselves and grow ourselves and be our best selves, we be like, I'm going to throw the work away because it's impacting my personal life. And I would rather have a better relationship, better parenting, better sleep and all of those things. And I'm not willing to sacrifice those to teach kids. And I'm teaching you that, hey, you can actually do both and do both really well if you learn how to do so. So Education Reconsidered is just changing our mindsets about what we teach our teachers so that they can be better teachers for students. That's, that's wonderful. And I'm so happy you said that, you know, education as a career can be sustainable if that's what you choose to do. Um, I don't work in education. I'm married to someone who works in education and I have educator friends. So I've heard folks say, you know, like people are leaving education. They just can't handle it anymore. So to hear someone say out loud, like this career is sustainable and their support to help educators make this career sustainable if they choose that path, right? It makes me so happy because we always need educators. And of course, we're not trying to run off all the educators, you know? We're not trying to see everyone leave education. Like, who will teach our kids? Who will teach the little people? So I am so happy that you're out here doing this work um, individually and in groups and even in professional developments to help make this profession sustainable for people who truly see this as their purpose, right? And I know we're not talking about purpose today, but purpose and peace do go hand in hand. Absolutely. Um, so thank <laughs> you. Thank you for the work that you're doing. And can you share with our listeners how they can learn more about the services you offer? Absolutely. You can visit educationreconsidered.com. And then you can also follow me on all social media platforms at Coach Carinthia Dixie. And most importantly, my TikTok, the teacher coach. That's the newest platform that I have been cultivating. I'm thoroughly enjoying that, that space. So if you're on TikTok, you can definitely follow the teacher coach. 
I love that you're on TikTok. But for those of you who may have missed it, educationreconsidered.com. Make sure you visit there, you know, sign up for some great coaching services, but also follow Corinthia on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. And are those links on your website um, for your social media platforms? Yes, it's on my website and all of my social media platforms. You click the link in my bio and it takes you to a link tree and then you can see all the things all in one space. Awesome. Awesome. And I mean, Coach Corinthia didn't say this, but I know this about her. She has some amazing apparel that's for sale. Um, so where can they find your merch? Yes, you can find my merchandise at myblackwomanexcellence.org. That is the website. And then on Instagram, it's myblackwomanexcellence. And you can go there to purchase, to shop, and then also to receive just inspiration and to see how Black women are showing up and showing out and taking space, taking up space in the world today. I love it. I love it. Y'all know I love some good merch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do have a Black Woman Excellence shirt. So go get yours, get a hoodie, you know, all the good things. All the things. (laughs) (laughs) Coach Corinthia, it is always a pleasure to be in your presence, even if it's virtually. Thank you for coming to share with us. Um, Thank you for being you. Thank you for sharing your light and your good, good energy. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me once again. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. You make it so easy. Oh, thank you. And I told you, you can always, you know, spin the block again, come back, talk to us some more. Um, But thank you, listeners, for tuning in to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. Take care, everyone.